Hello, everyone. My name is Tim Yuma, and you're listening to Management Decisions here on localjobnetwork.com radio. Now, this is a podcast dedicated to topics and issues that upper management and employers in general might be concerned about. Now, have you as an employer ever thought about simply paying some of your employees to quit? Well, a couple of prominent and successful organizations have adopted this strategy, and we're going to speak with Chris Woolard about this idea and what it could mean for any company. Chris is a senior consultant with Walker Information, as well as the loyalty expert, and we'll touch on where loyalty comes into play as well. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Now, Zappos technically kind of started this off with some of their new hires. They would run them through some training and then offer them one or $2,000 to quit. But then there's another company, another popular one that took it kind of to a next level. Why don't you uh, fill the listeners in a little bit on that? Sure. So what uh, it's Amazon that's been doing this. They got a lot of publicity a couple months ago. And, and essentially what they're doing is once a year, an employee has basically a buyout option. And so for the first year, they can quit the company and they will receive a check for $1,000. Mm-hmm. And in the second year of employment, it goes to 2000 It keeps going up. And then it finally caps off at $5,000. But every year, the employee has the opportunity to quit and walk away with a check for anywhere from one to $5,000. So what what do you see as the thinking behind this? And do you see this as something that is an effective process in some sort of fashion? Yeah, well, what I read from the CEO is the thinking, and I agree with this, is that he wants the employees to evaluate whether or not they want to be there. Okay. And if they don't want to be there, then honestly, he doesn't want them there. (laughs) And so then he's paying them to leave. And then if they do want to be there, then essentially they're making a decision and making a commitment that says, no, I want to stay at this company and I'm willing to forego that $1,000, $2,000, whatever it might be, because I really want to be part of this organization. So it's a way to kind of weed out some of those employees who maybe are on the fence or even don't even want to be there anymore from those who truly want to be part of that company. Now, you said you agree with it. And of course, there are always going to be critics to ideas like this that are sort of out there. What exactly, why do you agree with it? Why do you think it can be effective for a company like Amazon? Or or maybe we'll talk later, maybe other companies as well. Well, why I like it is, like I mentioned, it, it makes the employee really make a decision on an annual basis on whether or not they want to be there. I think it's very easy. And I've been with Walker now for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I can't even tell you the last time I thought about, should I be here or not? <laughs> but, I, but I think that's a valuable process to go through from an employee standpoint right. to decide, okay, is this really where I want to be? And if not, maybe this is my opportunity where maybe I should go on to another organization that might be a better fit. And that's okay, because I think what it does then is it keeps those employees who truly want to be there. And we have seen, we can talk more, more about this later, but we have seen that employees who truly want to be part of the organization then do tend to exhibit very positive behaviors, behaviors that will help make the company successful. So I think it's a way to kind of weed out some of those employees and get the ones who truly want to be there. Sure. So you do kind of see it as a win, 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 I guess, on three different sides. If you want to be there, you don't want to be there. And then from the employer's point of view, they know what the deal is pretty much. Absolutely. And like you said, there's always going to be critics. I would be willing to bet that some of those people who are taking those checks and going out the door are probably going to be some talented employees, Yeah, and employees who have valuable skills. But I, I think that's okay because if they don't want to be there, then I would question, are they using those skills to the best of their abilities? And I think there's research that would support that they probably aren't mm. and that they might use those skills better at a better organization. And so even though you may lose some top performers, high skilled people, you know, I think that impact may not be quite as big as what some people might think, given that they may not really want to be there. 
Well, that brings us to a, a term, I guess, that's been used and I know you've written about in the past, and it's the idea of the trapped employee. Can you break that down a little bit and what that means and how this really does apply to this sort of strategy that employers might use? Yeah. So when we do an employee survey, one of the things we're measuring is how loyal they are. And it's kind of on a spectrum when we can put it into different quadrants. And one of the quadrants we have is a trapped employee. And this is an employee who is neutral about the organization, or they're even so far as they are negative about the organization, but they're going to stay. And so there's good with this group is that they're going to stay. And oftentimes you, you don't want to replace them. It's very difficult, very costly. However, the flip side is oftentimes you do want to replace them because they aren't the best employees. They aren't exhibiting positive behaviors. They just aren't really good, solid employees. And I think what this payment option does is it may essentially untrap some of those employees because one of the things that we find is why a reason someone is trapped is because of a financial situation. Right. And so this essentially gives them a financial reason to go find another employer. And so I think it could be a way to untrap some of those employees. And I think if they don't leave, it still goes to what I talked about earlier. It still makes them think about, do I want to be here or not? And then they make that decision of, yes, I do want to be here. And so then I think it may actually improve their attitude a little bit as well. Now, if a lot of people were to start opting out, maybe it's not at Amazon or, or Zappos, just any general company, if a lot of people start opting out, taking that buyout, would you see that as a larger sign that the company should be concerned about? Yes. Yeah. If you have a lot of people who are saying, I am gone for $1,000 or $2,000, then you have a bigger problem with your employees, which is you probably have a workplace and a work environment that is not real healthy. That if employees are willing to leave for you know, a couple thousand dollars, and if you have a lot of them who are taking that option, I would have some real concerns about the workplace that they have there. Sure. On the flip side, the ones that do stay or, you know, as you said, kind of reevaluate what their situation is and they say, yes, I want to be here. I want to work here. Um, you know, we talked on a previous podcast how loyalty should go both ways. Do you see an employer then welcoming them and saying, you know, we appreciate that you want to stay on? I mean, is there some sort of back and forth of, of welcomeness, so to speak, that they want to stay at the company and that the employer obviously wants to keep them? I would hope so. I, I didn't see that happening in the articles that I've read. Now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. It just wasn't brought up. Sure. But I, I think that's key because one of the things we see a lot of times is we see a real dip in loyalty and a spike in turnover right around that three to five year mark. Okay. And keep in mind, that's when this buyout is kind of reaching its peak. And so what I recommend a lot of companies do is that they kind of re-engage with those employees. So essentially what you're saying is, that if they don't take the buyout, saying, hey, thank you very much for not taking that buyout. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you as an employee. And so I think it's a way to kind of re-engage with them and get them excited a bit again about the company. Do you overall, when you look at this, do you see an actual downside to it? As you said, there are always going to be critics. And you mentioned, okay, you might lose some top talent, but maybe in the overall scheme of things, you're still coming out ahead. Do you see any other downside, any other negative that people might point to or that you've seen yourself? The only other downside that I can think of is everything I'm reading is that it's becoming increasingly difficult to replace employees, especially mm. highly skilled ones. And I believe what Amazon is doing is they aren't offering this to all employees. Okay. I think it's more of lower level warehouse types of employees. But sure. let's say an organization was offering it to all employees. What I'm reading is that it's very difficult to replace highly skilled, highly trained employees. So therefore, let's say I'm a highly skilled employee and I take my $5,000 and run. Well, is that company now going to be in a bind because of the difficulty of potentially replacing me? 
I think that's going to vary some by company, by region, things like that. I, I think, do think that could be a downside is that if, and everything I'm reading is that this problem could continue to be a problem and grow right. as a problem, then that could create some difficulties for companies. But I mean, this is no different than companies have dealt with for a long time is when somebody valuable leaves, what do you do? Well, everyone scrambles for a while. Eventually someone comes into place and then, you know, six months later, the company is moving along like nothing ever happened. Sure. So I don't think that's going to be a huge problem, but it is something to be aware of as the skill gap continues to increase. Now, I do find it interesting that, as I mentioned, Zappos does it with their new hires, that they, after a week of their intensive training, that's when they offer this $2,000 buyout to, hey, you know, you, you can leave right now. We'll pay you for your time here. I'll give you the 2000 and you can go. And obviously on the flip side, Amazon's talking about more for people who have been there, one, two, three, up to five years, as you mentioned, as far as the, uh, the cap amount. Do you find one or the other more or less effective? Do you find it just going to be depending on the culture? I mean, how do you view those two similar ideas, but they're very different in how they're set up? I like the Amazon approach better. Okay. Only because it is, it it helps those employees who have been there for a couple of years think about that decision of do I stay or not. Someone who's only been at the company for 30, 60, 90 days, they may not even know enough to know, Hmm. should I leave or not? So I don't have a problem with that so much because I think it weeds out some people who maybe say, well, no, I don't want to be here. But I, I think that you may weed out some people who say, I don't know if I want to be here or not, but I'm going to take my $1,000 and go. <laughs> right. The other problem I see is I know for a fact that several years ago here in Indianapolis where we are, that a lot of hospitals here were offering nurses, I think it was like a $5,000 90-day bonus or something like that, a couple thousand dollar bonus after they've been for 90 days. And okay. I know for a fact, I know nurses who would stay for 91 days get their bonus check, and then go to the next hospital mm. and work for 91 days and get their wow. bonus check and play this game. Now, I know with Zappos, those employees may not be able to play that game, right, but I know for right. a fact people were staying only to receive their bonus check or their you know, sign-on check or whatever it was. So I know that Zappos thinks a little bit different than that, but still something, you know, it's a game that some of those employees could be playing too. Well, you bring up a fair point that, of course, employers are always doing different things. To, you know, they worry about retention and it might be loyalty if you want to go from that angle. I think that's a great example, just a little slight difference in how it can impact the employee or the employer in this case. Are there any other situations or instances you've heard of that are similar to that? Or do you think this could be something that would be growing in popularity because you have these big names that are out there doing it? I honestly don't know if it's going to grow in popularity. Okay. And, and here's why I say that. I love the idea. I think it would be great if more companies did it. Mm-hmm. I just don't see companies being that progressive in combating and dealing with employee loyalty, like what Amazon is doing and even to an extent what Zappos is doing. I just don't see companies embracing that. It just tends to be too progressive for a lot of companies. They sure. want to stick to some of the tried and true things, which is fine, you know, employee <laughs> surveys, benefits, 401k, wellness programs. You, you, don't sound sold. Great. you don't sound sold on that, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> well, I think those things are great and they definitely do impact retention and, and wellness and or, uh, retention and, and, and loyalty and things like that. I just think nowadays, a lot of those employees are drawn to companies who are doing those really creative, innovative things like that. But mm-hmm. I just don't see a lot of companies doing those things. That's right. why it's, it makes such a headline when Amazon does that because it's so different and so unique that it really draws everyone's attention to them. So if you're speaking to a group of leaders out there, uh, you know, owners, CEOs who might be you know, looking for ways that this could work, would you say this could work for any organization? Would you put certain parameters on it? Maybe it's the size of a company. Maybe it has to do, as you said, with depending on what the skill sets are. I mean, what, what would you sort of lay out as a plan if you could to people who are thinking about this? You know, I've thought about that. 
And I have yet to come up with a company or a situation where I would say, no, this, this can't work. Really? So I've tried to think about the only, I think, kind of rare situations, if you have you know, an employee that is just so critical, you know, doctor or you know, something like that, where mm-hmm. if they left, okay, we have a major problem. Sure. But in most companies, I just can't see where it's a problem if someone takes their $5,000 and runs because eventually that person can be replaced. You know, I've never seen a company fold because you know, one employee <laughs> decided to go find a new job. Right, right. You know, they always seem to survive. So I just, and I, I, there may be something out there that I'm just not thinking about. I just cannot see a situation where this wouldn't work. Well, maybe that'll give our listeners something to think about. Uh, you know, just some of the items we talked about, as you said, of course, when these large companies do stuff like this, it doesn't make the headlines, as you said. So we'll see if there's any movement, although you think probably not, at least at this stage of the game. Well, you know, again, I think this is a fascinating idea. I appreciate your take on all of it. I just want to give you the floor at the end here. If there's anything else you wanted to point out about this strategy or maybe something that's related that uh, maybe the listeners could take away from this conversation and something that uh, would be a nice closing piece for us today. Well, I think the only thing is what we were just talking about is that I think companies need to, and they don't necessarily need to do this program, but they have, have got to start embracing more innovative programs. Mm-hmm. I just see too many companies trying to do what they've always done and hoping the employees are going to stay and be productive. And I just don't think that's going to work when you have this skill gap that's coming up and employees with are highly skilled are going to be in increasing demand. What, what companies are they going to look to, uh, to work for? Well, the ones who are doing these really innovative, really creative things to generate employee loyalty, employee engagement, and intent- retention and things like that. I really just wish companies would be more innovative. Again, it doesn't have to be this necessarily, sure, but just trying new things and, and just really trying to get outside the, the typical box and typical things of you know, reward programs and you know, some of those things that we've heard now for decades. You're just trying some different things and not of them are going to work, but that's okay. It's okay sometimes for things not to work. At least you're trying. And oftentimes employees will notice that and see that. And especially those who are looking for a job and looking, okay, where's my next career going to be? Where's my next job going to be? Oh, that company, I've heard some interesting things about that company. I at least want to go see what's going on over there and willing to go talk to them for a little bit. I think that's a very fair point and a great place for us to wrap up this edition of Management Decisions. And again, our peek at the idea of possibly paying your employees to quit. We also had some other intriguing thoughts from our guest today, Chris Woolard. He, again, is the senior consultant for Walker Information and definitely a a gentleman who has his finger on the pulse of all things loyalty related. Chris, thanks for giving us your perspective on this topic. We do appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having me on. And as always, we'd like to hear from you, the listener, as well. Just shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for any of our podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. We'd love to hear from you there as well. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.